This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And the SS Padre sails on into murky waters. We welcome you to Gwen and Chris. Very happy Wednesday afternoon to you, wherever you might be. You are now with us, Gwen and Chris, on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Chris Ello here, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby, together in the Odyssey Palace Studios, you can enjoy the program listening or viewing. We are now uh, streamed uh, right there on uh, YouTube, and uh, you just download, uh, you search for 97.3 The Fan SD, and you can watch us uh, do the program while we're uh, right here in the Odyssey Palace Studios. Uh, we'll be here until 6 o'clock this afternoon. I understand that uh, you uh, you streamers have been uh, plentiful over the last week and a half since we started this. So we appreciate people uh, people joining us and uh, checking in on our goings-on here during the afternoons. Tony Gwynn Jr., how are you today? I I assume you're a little saddened because the Lakers will not have an undefeated <laughs> regular season. Uh, there was a, a lot bad day in sports for your boy TG. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, my prediction that Philly would just beat on the uh, Diamondbacks. Well, yours and er, yours and everybody's. I yeah. mean, really, anybody who says that they had Arizona winning the series, especially after they got blown out in the first two games. Is uh, is lying? Yeah, no. I mean, at that time, I felt pretty good about right. my selection. Yeah, but, everybody uh, did. So, hats off to the Diamondbacks, man. No and, kidding, and, man. And, and, and Corbin Carroll and and, and Morano and uh, these are rookies. Let, yeah, these are just rookies. And let's not forget the savvy vet Cattell Marte because he showed up and showed out in that series as well. And, and it, what it was what it was a reminder of is. You need your best players to perform at a high level. And uh, to that end, Turner and uh, yes. Harper yes. and uh, Schwarber went a combined yes. one for 20 every, in the last two games. There has, I mean, it, that's the answer in it, every, every series. Answer. Yeah, there, there hasn't been one series where a team has won yeah. and their best players weren't. Haven't come through. Ta- were, were at least coming through because that's a big difference, right? Weren't playing at a high level or didn't come through at some point in the series. Yeah, Harper had a couple of big chances, hit some long fly balls. Right up against the wall, yeah. But they stayed in the ballpark last night. And uh, kudos as well to the San Diego connection at the back of that Arizona bullpen. Kevin Ginkle Ginkle. from El Capitan High School, he looks absolutely as unhittable as any pitcher in baseball right at this moment. His slider is dropping off the table. There is absolutely no way to hit that pitch. And then um, 
you get uh, the kid from USD comes in and closes it out. So was uh, uh, it? Uh, is it C? I said the kid because I just Seawald. Seawald. Yes, yeah. I forgot his name for a moment as well. But uh, Ginkle, Ginkle was especially impressive, and I enjoyed the interview with him after the game on the field. He was. Uh, he was almost choked up. He it took took everything he had Rightfully so, to man. to you know keep the tears from flowing. Don't forget, this is a Diamondback team. Two years ago, lost a hundred and ten games. The Texas Rangers lost over a hundred that season as well, Tony. And so it is just two years removed for these two teams to be in the World Series. It is the number five seed in the American League, the Texas Rangers. And for the second year in a row, the number six seed, the worst team basically in the National League playoffs, Gets the World makes Series. it to the World Series. The Phillies did it as a six seed last year. This year, they're the victim of that. The 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 crazy part is, oftentimes we try to predict out what's going to happen, right? But <laughs> yeah, in this case, right, so many of those Diamondbacks are coming through, and just looking ahead to next year, like. Not saying it's a guarantee, but these dudes could come in with a whole different mindset, confidence that they had yeah. than they had this year, and that makes them potentially dangerous. This is not great news for the Padres. No. I mean, you've already got the Dodgers that aren't going to go anywhere in the division. Now you've got a World Series team in the division with you in the Diamondbacks, and you now officially have your former manager coaching and managing the San Francisco Giants, who, by the way... We'll play the season opener at Petco Park against the Padres, so yeah. something we can all look forward to. But, yes, it is now official. Bob Melvin is with the Giants. The Padres are now without a manager, and to that end, A.J. Preller met with the media today. Well, he didn't meet with them. A Zoom call uh, with media today to uh, answer a bunch of questions. We'll play you some of his remarks. Uh, we've already been over this for the last two days, Tony. I mean, this yeah. is a... This is a ship that is sailing through murky waters right now. Uh, hopefully they'll come out the other side. But for the moment, you know, the fans, I think, have a right to be upset, feel a little hurt, kind of wonder what in the world is really going on with the Padres organization, what changed over the last three weeks uh, from when A.J. Preller said Bob Melvin is our manager and we're looking forward to going ahead into next year. What changed between then and now? I think we all would like some answers. Uh, A.J. Preller, like I said, he did his Zoom conference today. He didn't provide many answers, and that's kind of A.J.'s way of speaking. He uh, says a lot without saying anything. But uh, we'll we, said still... that, we said that yesterday. Yeah. That, yeah. That you, I mean, that, probably, well, you weren't going to get like – We're not going to get a lot of – We're not going to get a lot of aha moments yeah, no, from, you... uh, from A.J. Preller. But uh, we'll play you some of what he said. But, uh, Tony, I mean, it's officially done now. Yeah. So I, we can kick this around and we can kick everybody involved – but the bottom line is, and the one thing I do agree with what AJ said today is, you know, now our focus has to be going forward. Right. I mean, we can, everybody's right. going to want to know about the past and everybody's going to be asking about it and, you know, trying to address what happened to get us to this point. But what we need to do as an organization is focus on what we got to do now. And what they have to do now is find the right guy to come in. And I, I think it's going to be difficult. I mean, you know, I will ask this question. Uh, it's not the nicest of questions, but, you know, who's going to want to work in this organization? Who's going to want to work with this general manager with the 
perceived track record that AJ Preller has of not really allowing managers to uh, you know do their own thing, and, and that may be a perception, but I think it's it's reality to a lot of people out there. I'm sure somebody's going to want this job, and hopefully it's somebody good like Mike Schilt. Hopefully somebody great like Will Venable. I mean, I love that name coming over from the Rangers where he's been with Bochi. But, uh, you know, obviously uh, Ryan Flaherty's name is a big one, and, uh, you know, we'll see who else they interview. But, you know, somebody's going to have to come in here and find a way to coexist with A.J. Preller, and I think a little bit of that's on A.J. Preller to help that person coexist with him. Yeah, I mean, assuming, you know, that is the reason, it'll certainly be um, incumbent upon him to to try to make some type of change. But uh, the reality is, as you said, we there are a bunch of questions that I'm sure everybody wants answered that we may not ever get answered. But what does need to happen is there does need to be a uh, a manager named at some point. Now, we're going to find out in this process – uh, you know names are going to leak. You know we probably won't get the details on exactly how those interviews go or, or who, um, you know, says what to who. But we do know two guys that I think because they've been mentioned, I must assume that they do want to work with uh, with A.J. Preller, and that is Ryan Flaherty and, and Mike Schilt. Now. Yeah. Everything else, we, we saw a report today that Craig Council's interviewing with the Mets. I, I mean, if they're if we're having an a, a, a open manager, you know, you know, interviews. Yeah, yeah. Craig Man, <laughs> Craig Council is a pretty good one to, to at least talk to. I would think so. He's been very successful. You and I threw Dusty out there Dusty? yesterday because we don't know if he's coming back with Houston. Uh, that would have to wait probably till after the World Series. So. It there was a little time. AJ did say in the press conference that he has been contacted by a lot of names that he didn't even think would be interested in the job. So, you know, if that's true, I I I like that because then it's not just the internal guys. I really want this decision to be made uh, over just all right. We found our guy. Let's go. Because AJ said in the press conference he wants a manager for the next decade with the team, and I don't know how I can envision that with what has happened so far well you know, that that is hard to envision right now but that would be somewhere where aj would have to make a change and get comfortable with somebody Wait, he said what now he said that there he's had a he lot envisioned of somebody no 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 here for, before that oh. about he said people have reached out about the job and people so that that, that would have like, to be people who don't have jobs at this point i would i, I would think I, so yeah. i don't think you're allowed to like reach out to a a g a, a, a president of baseball operations if you already under Contract. No, so. no, I get. Yeah, I totally get it. And I'm, I'm assuming, and we don't even know who he's talking about. Right. Maybe he said he didn't real, he didn't realize that that like a guy who's in the minor leagues wanted well, the I think job. He was, I think out. he was definitely surprised when I called him. <laughs> told him I was. What interested. did he say? What did he say, Chris? So well, I hadn't thought of you yet, Chris. But uh, now that you've mentioned it, I'll, uh, I'll consider it. it. In all, yeah, I don't it, know. In all reality, watch, watching that press conference today, it. Uh, I'm anxious to hear some of it because I purposely did not listen to it because I wanted to have no preconceived, preconceived notion of anything. So I wanted to come in and hear it. I will sh- I will save my opinion then okay, until yeah, you so, hear it. Yeah, yeah, we'll hear some of it, and then uh, we'll kick around what we thought. Uh, we also heard from Bob Melvin today, who was introduced in San Francisco. I think, you know, you can read between the lines with some of the things that he said, his quote about – 
why he chose the Giants over staying in San Diego. And here's exactly what Bob Melvin said. He said, I think there was a narrative at the end that probably wasn't going to go away. Me being on the last year of my contract, I think as far as that organization goes, it's probably not fair if that narrative continued through next year. So all things considered, this opportunity came about, and for all the reasons I stated, this feels like the right one for me. I I very much enjoyed my time in San Diego. Yeah, we could hear him say that if we want to. I I just... I I I'm, I I think Bob Melvin said what he needed to say up there in San Francisco. There's no reason to try to you know mudsling right now. Yeah, that's at not this really, point. He said, she that's not said, really his style. That's not Bob Melvin's style. But I think you know his answer wasn't concrete in the sense of this was the exact reason why I'm leaving San Diego and coming to San Francisco. Right. He left it open for your interpretation. And all of us can interpret it the way we want to. Uh, It's pretty clear to me that everything that was reported about the uh, divide between he and A.J. Preller, it had to be true. It had to be true. And uh, to what extent, I don't think any of us know. But I think that that was ultimately the reason why Bob Melvin decided to move on. I mean, that's what I read between the lines anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to disagree. You know, he was a he was a, a manager less than 24 hours ago that was a Padre manager. Yeah, right. Um, had said he was looking forward to returning, and then something happened. And yeah. now he's was literally wearing a giant uniform. He was today. wearing one today. Yeah. yeah. I, it feels it, like it, a dream, honestly. It, it, and honestly, <laughs> seeing it made me feel some type of way. But, you know, it, it, at this point... Are you talking about made you feel well? I'll I'll just say it made me feel angry it and it made me feel seeing, sad. Seeing the giant uniform on him kind of kind of pissed me off. And, and everyone was so excited to have him, and he was excited to be there. And, and that's and, not to say that I, I I feel some type of way about Bo Mel. I'm just saying, just seeing him in a different uniform, yeah, was jarring. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, and I didn't think I'd feel that way. <laughs> Do we want to hear why it he thinks that it's going to work in SF over San Diego? Sure. Uh, you know what? I think it's just being part of the, the fabric of this community really is the most important thing to me right now. Obviously, with the resources that we have here and the, and the commitment from, from ownership and everywhere else, you're always going to have a chance to win here. So I realize that. There isn't a team that, that I haven't managed that no matter what the personnel looks like, when you go out to play a game, you are very convicted and you're going to win. So in Oakland, we might not have a lot of the resources from other teams, but we had some success, and that was based on the commitment from everybody, from the, you know, from the top down in the organization. And that's the way it's going to be here too, even more so with more. I mean, you look at this ballpark and the, you know, the fans that come out here and support this team, uh, the city, and everything. There are all the resources here to win. So I don't take it too much farther than that. Well, I would say everything he said there is pretty true of San Diego as well. Um, you know, I think the resources are definitely here to win. In San Diego, uh, Peter Seidler proved that by what his commitment was last year. But, yeah, I mean, all the all the luck to Bob Melvin. I mean, you look around the National League West, and three of the four managers that the Padres are competing with 
at one time or another have been managers of the Padres. Now, Dave Roberts was only for one game as an interim, but right. he was indeed a manager. And, of course, we know Bo Mel, and, of course, we know Bud Black. The only manager in the division who wasn't a Padre manager is Torrey Lovello, and he's going to the World Series now <laughs> right. with the Diamondbacks. So the National League West has gotten a whole lot more interesting, that is for sure. Uh, we are underway for this Wednesday program. We've made you wait a little, but we will let you hear from A.J. Preller when we come back. Some of his comments at his Zoom press conference today. Buster Olney from ESPN. I'm sure he's got some opinions on this whole situation. Not only that, the upcoming World Series. He will join us in about a half an hour, so stick around for him. we got to rate the radio call. Chris versus the fans, Daily Gambit. It's all coming your way between now and 6 o'clock. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby, Gwynn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think, you know, from my conversations with Bob over the last few weeks, and I think clearly watching him today, I think we, we understood it was a unique opportunity in, in San Fran for him to go back home. And, uh, you know, the, the one job that, uh, that, that definitely appealed to him uh, outside of San Diego. So I think for, for us as an organization, um, you know, our attention really switches forward to hiring a manager, and I think we're super excited about the process. We know we've got a really talented roster and some great players, and, you know, our attention shifts as soon as today to, to go finding a manager that uh, we feel like is going to connect with those players, uh, share us the passion and, and thirst that our fan base has to, uh, to bring in a championship here to San Diego. Uh, you know, somebody has a shared vision with, uh, with the different departments of our organization, and Honestly, uh, you know, somebody that uh, when we look up here at the end of the year, we're back playing in October, and that that, that pursuit starts today, and uh, we're looking forward to getting getting started on that. AJ Preller's opening remarks in today's uh, Zoom conference: shared vision. That is the key word in that yeah. entire spiel there. Yeah, who's ever coming in? Share the vision with who? AJ. 
That I don't know. Share that my I, vision. That I don't know. Well, Share yeah. my vision. Share my vision, and you can be the manager of the Padres. Um, we certainly are going to get into this interview a little bit. Or not the interview, the, the Zoom press conference. Um, as you could imagine, there was some, uh, some hard-hitting ones out there um, that came AJ's way. He, um, I think, did what I, I expected AJ to do, which is – Really, not give you much of of anything. So uh, we'll, we'll... his tap dancing uh, expertise is exceptional. There's, there's, I must say, I don't think there's anybody better. <laughs> really um, he, he, I'm gonna call him Mister Bojangles. He tells you a lot without. Do you guys know who that is? Much. I, 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 I a famous tap dancer. Yes. Anyway, indeed. all right. Uh, he was asked why <laughs> it didn't work with Bob. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, again, like I, I know, I know this year was, you know, we didn't meet, we didn't meet our, our expectations. So I understand that for sure. I think we definitely look back on last year with a lot of fond memories and, and playing, getting to the LCS. So kind of like judging how much did it work, how much didn't in two years, you know, we, we you know, getting to the playoffs one and then falling short the other. Um, I do know for like talking to Bob, like I, I know it was definitely, it was, you know, it was different, you know, like, like from Oakland, I think he got used to the situation there in Oakland and, you know, coming here and, and just different roster, you know, players with some, some, you know, from, from a, from a contract situation was different. I think he talked about it today. Like, you know, obviously, you know, we've got, I think, I think we'll open a smaller shop. I think some of those things, um, you know, you kind of look back on and, and from my own standpoint, did I make it easier? You know, how can I do it a little bit different to make sure that the manager feels comfortable? And, you know, again, like, there's, you know, we've got different departments here that contribute to winning um, and making sure that everybody's on the same page and communicating. That's probably my biggest job. And, you know, I think as we go forward to the next manager, we've got to make sure we have somebody that, you know, that uh, like from that standpoint, wanting the best information, wanting to use our resources as an organization and myself kind of over the top trying to coordinate it all. I think that's something I've got to you know, really focus on to make sure we nail that. And we did at different points in the last couple of years, but you know, I think as Bob alluded to here, um, you know, I think he felt it was a little better fit, and I think we've got to find uh, find a manager that that fits our, our group and our organization right now. Yeah, and so you know, I don't know that uh, at least in AJ's mind, it it was about it not working out, uh, or at least not willing to grade it after two years. Once getting to an NLCS, once falling short, as he said, but um, it, it's going to be a question that I think. The further we get away with it from this particular spot, the less importance that will be, right, in terms of why it didn't work. Bob has moved on. He's he's in San Francisco now. Padres are are um, beginning their search for their uh, their manager. Um, but some of these other questions that we'll get through today aren't questions that are going to go away. That one in particular will move on. But yeah. here's one that I was interested in hearing what AJ had to say, and and I think a lot of people were, and that is, if you wanted Bob to stay, why didn't why did you let him interview? Yeah, I think the way we looked at when I sat down with with Peter and and you know and and, and ownership and Eric, I think you know, what we looked at was was basically like this is you know this is an opportunity for Bob. I think we were on the other end of it a few years ago. You know, I think uh, you know it's not unprecedented. You know, two years ago. We reached out to Oakland, you know, in a similar spot, like understanding that, you know, Bob's from that area and everything like that. But we had an opportunity that we at least wanted to see how it played out. And, you know, we're granted permission at that time to talk, I think, from this standpoint, really out of respect for Bob, what he's done and, and kind of throughout the organization. This is the way we've operated for the most part over the last you know nine years or so since I've been here is if, somebody, if a team calls and asks for permission, 
you know, we, we feel like it's a, it's you know it's a, it's it's in the best interest of everybody to at least let the employee know, hey, this is this is what's out there. And I think from Bob's standpoint, he was pretty, you know, he was pretty open that you now that was the one job, at least when the Giants called, that at least he had to listen. So you know that those were the factors that went in. I sat down and again talking with uh, and and you know and, and, and visiting with Peter and then the group, like making sure that everybody's on the same page. From that standpoint, we decided to let him to let him interview. So it sounds like, from his perspective, it was a, a respect thing for very nice of AJ Preller for, for Bo Mel. That, that's very nice weird, of the Padres to just yeah. let anybody go. I, this is the weird part to me is that it's so like, yeah, it, this is a great thing for Bob, and we're happy to get him to where he wants to go. That's not how, in my mind at least, that's not how the major leagues work. You're supposed to win. Well, I think it does work if the if you don't really mind losing the guy. I but guess. I think if you if, if if the Padres truly desperately wanted Bob Melvin, then I I don't think you know they they certainly wouldn't have just let him go. They wouldn't have let him interview up there. There would have been no reason for him to interview up there if uh, if everything was hunky dory in San Diego. But it was clear that things were not hunky dory here in San Diego. And again, I go back to what I said yesterday. I wonder how much of what was going on here, the Giants knew about up there because when they asked for permission to interview Bob Melvin, did they know that they had a chance for the Padres to come back with a yes, it's okay answer? Or did they just ask willy nilly, hoping just hope that the Padres might let him search elsewhere? Yeah. I mean, what we do know is that in terms of Bo's situation, when he left Oakland, Oakland was tearing it down. And he was in, I think, the last year of his deal at that point, and right. was unsure if he wanted to to stick around for through another rebuild. And because of his and Billy Bean's great relationship, things were, you know, kind of, you know, talked about, and that's what left the door open for the Padres. Now, your question is is a really valid one: is how much of how much of anything did the Giants know of? What is perceived to have gone down out here? Yeah, they well, must have known. They, it seems to me yeah. they must have known something because I don't think they would have asked even for permission otherwise. I have. Well, uh, you know, when those articles come out, there's smoke at least, right? Regardless of yeah, whether you believe them or not, that's true. And yeah. that at least will allow you to have. Hey, maybe that's enough for the Giants, to perhaps, to think, "Hey, wait a minute, maybe there's a crack here that we can exploit." One potential manager just took his name off the board. Dusty Baker officially announcing retirement. Good for so. Dusty, man. He got his title. He can. He'll be a valuable asset to somebody if he because I I know he wants to stay in the game, just not on the field. So there's a there's a treasure trove of information. Yeah, Bruce Bochy retired too. <laughs> he, he sure he did, did. <laughs> and he's just preparing right now to manage think, in the World Series. I think so. Baker's a little older. Though. He is a little okay, older. Okay. It doesn't seem like Dusty Baker would listen to any offers at this point, but. You know, after everything that's happened, uh, I, I think it would have never, to be, you can never say never, as the old saying goes. It would have to be the most perfect situation of all situations for well, Dusty to come back for another five. I, I, he did walk back into an Astro situation that certainly was That wasn't perfect. No, perfect. you're right. That wasn't he perfect. He was also younger back then. Uh, yeah, he was 71. <laughs> How old is he now? He's like 75 now. Oh, okay. Well, so. he's still got he's still got lots of time. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's you know he, maybe he's tired. You never know. <laughs> he might tired. be a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> he might be tired. That's All for right. sure. We'll continue this conversation. Buster only ESPN. We have him on. We have him coming up next. So let's get to break and uh, we'll get to Buster. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So, yes, the Scraby said Dusty Baker will not be the next manager of the Padres. Officially announcing his retirement just moments ago. Of course, earlier today, Bob Melvin did officially become the manager of the San Francisco Giants, something that uh, didn't really seem too possible three weeks ago. But that has come to pass. A.J. Preller on a Zoom meeting with the media today explaining and uh, informing everybody that the Padres now will look forward to hiring a new manager, something that they hope to get done here in the very near future. But right now the Padres are managerless as the World Series gets set to start on Friday in Dallas or Arlington, Texas Rangers, hosting the Arizona Diamondbacks, a World Series that absolutely nobody could have predicted after all the Rangers were no better than a pick for third place, I would say, in the AL West, and that would be pushing it a little. And the Diamondbacks were picked no better than fourth in the National League West. So who knows what is going to happen in baseball. That is what makes it so exciting. We are excited right now to be joined by ESPN's Buster Olney from Sunday Night Baseball and uh, all of the other great things that Buster does uh, at ESPN. Thanks so much for your time, Buster. Good to have you on the show. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good to talk with you guys. Thanks so much. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll start with Bob Melvin. A few days ago, he was manager of the Padres. Now he's the manager of the Giants. Uh, how does all of this look to everybody in the outside looking in around baseball? Well, folks with other teams uh, were surprised when we got the initial announcement that Bob was going to continue as the Padres manager because they had just been hearing the stories of the unhappiness. 
and they fully expected that, uh, you know, one way or another, Bob was going to be out of there, whether he was fired or, you know, something like that happened with the Giants worked out. You know, as soon as the the Giants moved on from Gabe Kapler, I mean, I was hearing from people right away, like, that's the guy that Farhan wants is Bob Melvin uh, because he'd worked with him with the athletics. And so there was a lot of anticipation of that. So initially when the Padres, you know, were telling people that, you know, we're going to move forward, there were people like, really? <laughs> like, uh, given given the, the degree of discord, you know, and, I, and I've seen AJ's quotes from today where he, and I did not hear them, but I, I saw them where he basically was, uh, you know, we got along fine. I, I, I mean, that just is not at all reflective of what you heard during the course of the year, that it was an oil and water situation between AJ and, and Bob. And, you know, only those two guys really know who's responsible for that. They're the only ones who could figure it out. I think that's what Peter Seidler, when, uh, you know, late in the year, he was, uh, there's certainly a lot of indication he wanted the two of them to work it out. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what uh, what happens going forward. I, you know, I had someone say to me that uh, the other day with one of the, the teams that is still competing, uh, well, you know, there's one common denominator with all the manager turnover in San Diego, and that's AJ. So it'll be interesting to see what, uh, you know, what adjustments he makes going forward. Buster, obviously the Padres begin their search now for a manager. I mean, it. how do you expect this kind of uh, search to go. I, I mean, I would imagine if the word has gotten out in terms of Bob Melvin being unhappy, and you mentioned, you know, the the thought that the turnover and AJ may be the, the, the common denominator, how do you think the search will go outside the organization? Yeah, and it might be a little bit, bit be a lot like what happened with the Red Sox and the head of baseball operations, right? Where, uh, you know, the Red Sox wanted to bring in a Mike Hazen. They wanted to talk to other people at experience, including, you know, talking with Kim Ang. And they were turned down over and over and over by people who are like, uh, essentially, I, I think Brandon Gomes, for example, the general manager of the Dodgers, given a choice between being the head of baseball operations in the Red Sox or staying in place where they were, they were saying, no, there's there's too much that you know too much uncertainty in that situation or whatever the reasons were but it was clear a lot of people were turning them down i think that's probably to some degree what the padres might uh you know might bump into you know based on uh you know based on the stuff that i was seeing this year about the issues between bob and aj which i think were fairly apparent early on after bob joined the team I think they really need someone who AJ has worked with in the past. He needs to pick somebody who's comfortable with him and his style, uh, you know, his level of intensity. Um, and, and, you know, Mike Schilt knows him and Ryan Flaherty knows him. And, you know, given everything that went on this year, you want someone that you can yeah. feel like can foster some degree of togetherness within that clubhouse and pull guys together. You know, is that flash? Uh, is it Mike Schilt? Uh, I, I think those are the big questions for AJ as he moves forward. And I think AJ needs to, and I'd say this to him if he called me and asked, my, asked me my opinion, like he has to figure out and do some quality control in what he does and ask the question. So I've had, you know, the, these various people of various range of experiences, and they're walking away, and they're not happy. 
and what can you know what can he do better in in how he communicates and how he goes back and forth uh with the manager to make that situation better because it was ugly this year Buster only is with us. It was uh, it was not pretty on the field. We definitely know that, Buster. Although the Padres finished up only two games back of the Diamondbacks when it was all said <laughs> and done, so go figure. Yeah. Go figure all of that. Uh, I, we were talking just during the last break here. I, can all of this unrest affect the mind of somebody like a Juan Soto or the mind of you know people like that who are you know, going to be free agents or need contracts, et cetera. I mean, Blake Snell, et cetera, Josh Hader. I mean, can this kind of thing come back to bite the Padres in other ways? It's it's possible. I think with, uh, you know, guys who have choices, uh, you know, maybe between uh, if you get a veteran, I'm just, I don't have any name in particular. You get a veteran who has three choices and he wants to, you know, go to a place where he feels good about the chance of winning after what happened this year. Maybe you're not feeling so good. But I think the number one question right now around the Padres is where's their payroll going to be? Because that's going to dictate a lot. The bottom line is if you're going to cut their payroll down from where they were, you know, to, as Kevin Acey suggested, uh, you know, back, I think, at the end of August, beginning of September, $200 million, that means significant change. Like, you can't keep necessarily a Juan Soto uh, and – along with the Manny Machado and a Bogarts and Darvish. And you can't fit all those contracts in. At some point, you got to start making choices if, in fact, they're going to bring the payroll down. If they're going to p- keep the payroll up, then, then yeah. Then I think that, uh, you know, Soto's going to evaluate all that. I would say this, too, that generally speaking, you know, my experience is, is that players, for the most part, uh, will take money uh, at the highest dollar figure. <laughs> Trey Turner was an exception, as you guys know. Uh, you know, the, the Padres offered him more money than the Phillies, but he wanted to play with the Phillies. I, I thought that was the exception. It's more like CC Sabathia when he was a free agent. Yeah. The uh, the Angels offered him $100 million, the highest offer from any team in the state of California, and the Yankees offered him 161 I think CC held his nose and said, okay, I'll take the bigger <laughs> contract. He felt the responsibility. You know what? He went there and he enjoyed it. He did. It turned out he, and he signed extensions. He loved it. But... Uh, yeah, I I think it's the the first question is, and and I think everyone wants to know is where is their payroll going to be because that's going to dictate so much of the so many of the decisions they have going forward. Buster only joins us ESPN and Buster, you bringing up CC brings me right back to Juan Soto because you're right, CC did not was not happy initially going to New York, but he ended up loving it, and now he makes his home there. Juan Soto's been here now for a season and and, and a half, and uh, he's had a good great season last year. It wasn't his norm, but it still was a, a great season. Do you see him possibly staying here in San Diego, or is it is he destined to hit the free agent market and, and test the waters as a Boris client? Well, and you, you, <laughs> Anthony, you you absolutely framed it perfectly <laughs> because you know and I know that the vast majority of the Boris clients get who get this close to free agency. They're going to go and test the market. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some exceptions. Uh, you know, Jared Weaver basically forcing his way back to the to the Angels, and and Andrew Jones making a deal on the side with the Braves. It, it felt like, but for the most part, the Boris guys are going to go out and test the marketplace. And and why wouldn't you? Um, you know, and I do think that he needs a, Soto needs a full year from beginning to end where he just dominates. Yeah. And it felt like as time went on. 
uh, you know, he was more comfortable. I will tell you from talking with executives of other teams, it's becoming an open question of, okay, what is his, is, or excuse me, is his comfort level really important to what he's going to bring to the table? Uh, because there, you know, as you remember, when he joined the Padres, it took a while for him to get yeah. going. Beginning of the year, he's putting pressure on himself. Well, if you're an executive in in a big market, say New York, <laughs> yeah. in Boston, you're asking the question. So, if he comes here, is there yeah. going to be a period of adjustment? Is he is he necessarily someone who's going to like it here? What happens if he starts getting booed? What's the reaction from him? Those are now questions that sort of hang over him. It's not to say people don't respect his talent or don't think he can thrive, but I think that question is now attached to him moving forward. Well, the Padres situation, uh, soap opera rages on. Series is coming up, and one of our former managers is once again in the World Series. It's really amazing, Bruce Bochy, and uh, I'm sure you've heard all the same things that everybody else tells us, that uh, his communication skills and his ability to make guys comfortable is second to none, and his ability to handle a bullpen, but... Texas and Arizona can't possibly be a World Series that anybody predicted, Buster. What do you think of this matchup on the uh, on the uh, on the eve of the Fall Classic? No, back in February, I put in a ticket in Vegas for that exact one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good Lord, I, you know my line about the Diamondbacks is, has been, and, and and I'm sure Anthony, you did this when you guys won, where you'll hear hear players and managers when they. You know, they win a championship. They go, no one believed in us. I mean, they could be the biggest prohibitive favorite ever, yeah. and that is the mantra you hear. <laughs> well, this is the first time in the history of sports it's actually true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Where no one thought this team had a chance. Uh, you know, and, and it wasn't like they they won one series, right? They went through a gauntlet of these terrific teams, the Brewers with their pitching at the end. They dismissed them. They beat the Dodgers, you know, first two games in Dodger Stadium. Then they beat the Phillies, who I think everybody thought they were the best team, you know, left on the board. So they're in a great position, uh, you know, and the Rangers. Uh, you're talking about a, a team that, you know, didn't look very promising at all. I, I was talking to, to Boach about this earlier in the year when, you know, I said, when did you think that you guys might have a chance to be good? And I, he said, you know, I, I thought our – Pitching, if DeGrom was healthy, you know, that that could be okay. And our offense, I thought, would be good. But then early in the year, they began to show signs of having a lot of depth in that lineup. And that's when he felt like they turned the corner. And and it's so funny. They have such a distinct personality, which I think in some ways reflects Boach's personality. Um, you know, you remember guys early in the year when teams would start doing these home run celebrations. And I really – I don't mean to bang on these, but, you know, teams are doing the Homer hose and the, you know, the, the helmets and the spikes and doing all those things in their dugout. And I called one of the Rangers players and I was like, what are you guys doing? He goes, you don't do that crap. <laughs> like, Marcus Simeon is such a great pro. Yeah. And Corey Seager is a great pro. You know, those guys set the tone and DeGrom has that personality. Uh, you know, Jordan Montgomery now is like that. Nathan Evaldi. They're all these guys who are really serious about baseball and, and you know that played out over the course of the year and then of course you have Boach you know the other day I was part of the uh the our coverage uh, uh for the American League playoffs in, and I was in um in Dallas and in, in Houston and I looked at Boach the other day and I said hey uh 
boy, the, the Padres looks like a Padres manager's kind of getting pushed out and going to the Giants. You ever heard of that before? Yeah. And he had this little grin on his face. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> you know, he, he, he absolutely loves it there. And uh, Chris Young, unlike a lot of front offices, yeah. uh, you know, general managers, when he hired Boach, he told him, hey, I'm bringing you in and you run the team. You run the pitching staff. You manage as opposed to the micromanaging that we're seeing in a lot with a lot of teams coming down from the front offices. There's no doubt about it that uh, Boach is in a spot where there is a cohesive understanding of, of who's doing what and, and how is it going to go down. Buster, uh, a great some great information, man. appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us. Okay, guys. Always Good fun stuff, to talk Buster. with you. Thank you. Buster on the ESPN. You know, it made me think, like, when Farhan took over for the Giants, Boach was still there. They had some of their poorest seasons. And, you know, they got good when Kapler came in, like-minded. They saw they can kind of had some cohesion there. The Giants got good. And so Chris Young takes over for the Rangers. He brings in Boach. Again, like-minded. Look where they're at. They're going to a World Series. So. Uh, we'll, we'll see uh, who ends up getting the World Series title. Diamondbacks, Rangers, game one Friday? Yeah, this Friday, this actually. Friday. They're not yeah. going to make us wait a week and a half. They're only going <laughs> to make us wait a half of a week. I'm but, sure that uh, makes you pretty happy. It, well, it doesn't make me happy that we're waiting as long as we are, honestly. Baseball's meant to be played all the time. But we'll wait We'll wait until Friday night. We'll try to predict the World Series at some point, which I don't think anybody can honestly predict what's going to happen after everything that's taken place to this point. But uh, Buster yeah. only with some really good insight on uh, the Padres situation. And, you know, it's amazing how right on Buster is on a lot of his comments, even though he's in a national you know, perch. He's not here in San Diego, but he seems to have a pretty good understanding, which tells me that everyone throughout baseball has a pretty good understanding of what's going on here in San Diego. Yeah, I saw we saw Buster twice this year, I think. And, yeah. Um, he sounds like he's been in the San Diego media. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's on top of that for sure. There's no question. That's why he's one of the best in the business. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Daily Gambit is headed your way. As we uh, get set to kick off hour number two, some bad news for the 49ers as well. Mr. Red Jersey over there. Tell you about that as Gwen and Chris keeps rolling. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.